Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. I'm Amy Fox along with Dr. Evan and Dr. Jared from Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria. And um, March, we are touching on brain health. And in our last podcast, we were really talking about the effects of just kind of everything in the world right now um, on everyone from adults to children, whether it was anxiety, depression. um, There's just been a lot of factors. And what I don't want to come away with is that it's a helpless situation. And that's where you guys come in. There are things that we can do to boost our brain health, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of recap a little bit of our last podcast, one of the major things that we're talking about with with the brain health, and a lot of times people think that it's 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 cognitive decline, right? As we get older, we're going to have bad brains, but that's it's quite the opposite too, because even infants and kids and and young adults and and our older adults can all have different things. For example, like infants and toddlers, they're going to have like colic, digestive system problems, ear infections, uh, autoimmune problems, eczema. Those are the things that you're going to see all the way through. Um, even your young adulthoods, uh, teens with sports injuries, depression, self-esteem problems, those are all brain health issues. And then obviously as adults, you're going to see things as far as like headaches, sinus problems, uh, not to mention the depression, the anxiety, and those types of aspects of things, uh, sleeping problems, those can, those can all concern and all are a concern of ours when we talk about brain health. So we talked last time about kind of the gloom and doom of things. And ultimately today we want to discuss kind of what pathways do people have? What type of choices can we make in order to make sure that our brains are fully functional and obviously going forward the best they possibly can so our brains don't decline as we age. And there are some times that we can't help the circumstances we're in. So we were talking about, you know, a lot of kids, for instance, my daughter was having a lot of anxiety because um, kids were not in school and then they were in school and blah, blah, blah. And so what I'm finding is that she's now got that human connection back and that sociable uh, life going on. And now it's gotten better. But when you can't control that you can't go to school. You guys have so many things that you can do to support it. And I think it starts with, you know, at Achieve Wellness, you believe in the five essentials. So let's kind of run down what those are and break them down a little bit in regards to brain health. Right. So when it comes to our health of everything in our body, our body is not just like a vehicle where it's like, okay, this one part is not working. So we just change out that part and then everything's fine. Our body is a sum of multiple different functions, multiple different systems working in tandem at all times to keep us in a homeostasis. And when things are out of whack, whether it be stressful situations like going in school, going out of school, what's happening in our world, what's happening in our economy, what's happening in our elections, all these different things that people are so wound up about. And many people are reaching their mental breaking point uh, in in our world today. Um, we have to focus on keeping our every system in our body and total body health and wellness. Uh, So we focus on the five essentials, and our number one essential is maximizing your mind, making sure that you are focusing on keeping a positive mental attitude, that you are working on being grateful for the things that you do have and not just wishing for the things you don't have, making sure that we are trying to decrease stress in our life and making sure that we are constantly focusing on keeping our brain functioning well. Essential number two is spinal health, making sure that your spine is in proper alignment so that your brain can communicate to your body because your brain communicates through your whole central nervous system. And that is housed and surrounded by your spinal column. So making sure that your spine is moving properly because 80% of the nutrition to your brain comes from movement of the spine. 
Uh, also, we talk about nutrition a lot in our office. Uh, maximizing your nutrition is huge for keeping your body functioning at its highest level possible. We talk about exercise. Movement is key, and every single cell in your body thrives off of oxygen, and the best way to get oxygen into your cells is through high-intensity exercise. And then the last thing we talk about is toxins. Our world and our environment around us is filled with toxins. So it's actually impossible to remove all the toxins from our environment and from our body. So we have to do our best to just minimize it as much as possible and try to do things to prevent those toxic effects in our body. So today we're going to really, I mean, there's a lot of information we can go through in all five of those essentials, but today we're just going to kind of talk about how it relates to our brain and keeping our, our brain as healthy as possible. Absolutely. Um, so when you're talking about Maximize Mind, um, what can we do to um, use a chiropractic or just daily practices to keep it in a healthy space? Like healthy headspace, you talked about gratitude, you talked about just, you know, keeping a positive attitude. What What are some ways that we can do that? With Max Mind, I mean, it's 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 basically comes upon ourselves and our choices. And so there's some easy things that even adults and kids can do. Um, making up gratitude cards, carrying something with you where you can actually sit down and look at a card and think about the things that you're so grateful for or positive affirmations on that card. So on one side of a, of a even like a, a recipe card, right? So somebody could write down three or four things that they're grateful for in their life that gives them almost like a goosebump. So it's like, we can just sit, sit here and go, yeah, I'm grateful for the air that I breathe or grateful for the house or my head or whatever. But to really getting the emotional effect or an emotional content. Uh, it's almost like those things that we're really grateful for where you get those goosebumps when you think about, man, I am really grateful for that. And you get that emotional response in your body. That's what we're looking for. So those are the three things that somebody wants to really write down on one side. And on the other side, well, you can write down a positive affirmation or two or three or maybe a paragraph of something that um, you're trying to achieve or something that you're trying to get. Our brains will always focus on, our subconscious mind will always focus on what we're thinking about or the direction that we are kind of bringing into our environment around us. And that, so that's why they say that you're always the sum of the closest five people around you. And that's why, you know, we love being here. We love being around you because you're positive. <laughs> and so you bring some of that positive energy into our lives as well. And so people that, uh, the next step other than the gratitude and the affirmations, it's surrounding yourselves with those good, uh, positive people as well. And the last thing is making sure that you laugh. I mean, look how many times kids laugh in a day. Adults don't seem to laugh near as much. So giving yourself some grace, laughing at yourself, having those interactions, those are all things that are going to help create that positive mindset. The next thing that somebody can do for positive mindset is just doing things that are stimulating your brain on a daily basis as well. Um, exercises, puzzles for your brains. Those are the things, word challenges, the Sudoku things, the things that are going to challenge your brain. Even we reading like the Wall Street, well, I don't necessarily recommend reading the Wall Street Journal, but reading something <laughs> that challenges your brain or something that challenges your vocabulary where you have to learn something every day. Those are the things that you really want to you know, continue to do with your brain so it stays active and healthy going into your, into your older years. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because um, my grandma was diagnosed with Parkinson's this past year, and that's what they tell her. They said, play Sudoku, mm -hmm. um, play cribbage, like she loves to play cribbage and all of that stuff. And I thought, we should keep doing that now, you know, before we get into that scenario and be that further ahead. But um, I think about, you know, this past year has been, has affected so many people in so many different ways. And so we all are trying to have that positive attitude for ourselves. But what I've been trying to cognitively do for others because we lost that connection with so many people. And I haven't always been really good at either dropping a note in the mail or even saying 
thank you or compliments. Mm-hmm. I'm going out of my way in my marriage to not just say I love you, which right. is important, but I thank my husband. Like I make sure to thank him at least once a day for taking the garbage out, for washing the dishes, for putting our child to bed, whatever it is. And he does the same for me. And I'm dropping notes for friends. And that makes me feel good. It makes my mind feel good that I'm doing that and telling other people how much I appreciate them. Yeah. It's not just telling them, right? It's having that that face-to-face interaction, that skin-to-skin, that touch that people so desperately need. I mean, we can call somebody and tell them like how grateful and we still get those warm feelings and and great things, but there's something to human interaction, Mm -hmm. seeing somebody's face, being able to contact with them, hug them, touch them. Those are all just things that we need as humans in order to survive and thrive. Um, You look at people in nursing homes, right? They did a huge study on the, the people that were dying in nursing homes over the past year. And they look at the people that had the human interaction versus the ones that didn't. And they'd actually see people um, positively increase in their health the the more that they had those human interactions. And so it's, again, it's not just seeing somebody through a window or whatever it may be. It's actually having that physical touch that it helps, helps people heal as well. What's uh, next after we try to work on our own mind and helping other people's, uh, where do we go from there? One thing I also just want to touch on maximizing your mindset is we really have to focus on finding our big why. That is a huge, huge impact for the patients we see have huge success in our office with not only just their mental attitude, but overall health is finding your big why. Understanding what is the reason you get out of bed every single day? What in your life are you focused on and moving towards to not only accomplish your goals, but to give you a reason to do these things? You know, in other cultures, especially uh, there's a culture in Japan where we see people living well into their hundreds and still serving a purpose. And so when you can find a purpose in your life that you are constantly working towards, like uh, there was this one article I was reading where they were talking about this and why do people in Japan and these uh, Asian cultures over there, why do they live so long and why do they have such amazing health where like Alzheimer's and cancers and all these different things that we see on a regular basis in our culture is not common over there. And what one of the things they found is that finding a purpose in your life and keeping that purpose, like even uh, the this 105-year-old grandmother, it was literally her job every day to take care of her great-great-grandchild. Like that was her job, her purpose every single day. And so when, when we find our purpose as something that we can get up and get out of bed for every single day, it really changes your mental attitude as well. And then, you know, removing the stress, removing, you, you know, when people start playing the Sudoku's and doing things that stimulate their brain instead of sitting in front of a TV and f- getting filled with just negativity, whether it's from the news, whether it's from commercials, whether Murder it's from- Murder shows. Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Uh, when that is constantly filling up our brain and our brain isn't stimulated to actually improve things, that dramatically decreases your cognitive ability and your overall- ability and uh, self-worth as well. But next we'll talk about spinal health because again, nutrition to your brain comes through movement of your spine. If your spine is not moving, you are not getting the proper nutrition through your brain cells and you just can't function the way that you are supposed to. So when we come, in, when people come into our office, that's one of the first things we look for is how is your spine functioning? Is there any subluxation in your spine? Meaning is there anything out of a proper alignment that could be not only interfering with your spine's mobility, but affecting your nervous system and interfering with your brain's ability to communicate to other areas of your body? I just realized this morning, I knew I was on the way to talk to you guys, but I've been coming to Achieve Wellness for what, three, four months, I think. Um, 
I don't have the math in front of me, but I was literally before I went in, um, I was popping either Tylenol or ibuprofen almost all day whenever I could take the next thing. My my body just hurt or I had headaches. And so I'm taking my vitamin this morning, getting ready to come here. And I was like, I don't remember the last time I took it. And it hasn't been like a conscious thing. Like I can't take it anymore, but I haven't needed it. It's crazy. That's awesome. It's crazy. It's, it's so really good. awesome. <laughs> It feels great. So I'm I'm on the path. So that's good. Um, so what else with uh, spinal alignment also helps, you know, our brain health, obviously. So one of the big things that we see is obviously injuries from sports or just mm-hmm. injuries from sitting or injuries even with kids looking at their cell phones. Text neck. You got it. So let's talk about it. text neck just a little bit because this is a clinical diagnosis now that they're actually talking about. Um, so when we're when we're sitting tall and our head's up over our shoulders where we're supposed to be, our ears are over, we have basically zero degrees of what we call forward head flexion. And there's usually about 10 to 12 uh, pounds of pressure on our, kind of on our spine at that point. As soon as we bend forward just 15 degrees, look down 15 degrees, we increased about 27 pounds of pressure within our spinal cord. When we go forward to 30 degrees, it's 40 pounds of pressure, 45 degrees. So you're now you're looking down quite a bit. It's up towards a 50 pounds of pressure. And if you're down at 60 degrees where you're basically, your chin is almost touching your chest because you're looking at your cell phone, it's nearly 60 pounds of pressure that somebody's putting on their spinal cord and their brainstem. And so what this does over time is we call it, um, we call it basically uh, traction force. There's a, uh, a neurological tension that basically happens in the spinal cord. And as that traction force takes place, that's what's going to cause whether it's headaches and sinus problems, tight neck muscles, things in the shoulders, but it also leads to organ problems wherever those nerves goes as well. It can possibly lead to a demyelination of the cord later in life where we're starting to lose the signals and how the body's actually transferring and, and sending and receiving information. And so over years, yes, one day is not going to probably hurt somebody, but when we have five years, 10 years, 15, even 20 years of accumulation of this, now we start to see kind of the demyelination. We start to see a lot of the issues or the effects start to take place on the spinal cord that will lead to um, that decline in that in that brain cognitivity that we've been talking about. The second thing that we talk about is obviously um, is the sitting aspect of things. Most people, they sit with their jobs today. I mean, people are sitting 8, 10, 12, 14 hours a day, not just adults, but again, you look at kids, they sit in school, they come home, they sit in front of a TV, they sit in front of their video games, They just sit, 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 especially over the last eight months to a year where nothing's been open. Playgrounds are closed. uh, Indoor playgrounds are closed. Sports were closed down for a while. So kids were sitting a lot more than normal. So we actually see quite a bit more stress. You actually have about two to four times more pressure on your spine and on your spinal cord when you sit than when you're standing and actually moving and physically going through those those exercises that we need to do. So there's there's some things that we can do to kind of uh, counteract the negative effects of sitting. Uh, this would require you know people getting a standing desk instead of just sitting in the chairs that we're sitting in even, right? We could stand and talk on the microphones and we could just stand periodically throughout the day, uh, take more breaks if people are sitting quite a bit, uh, park further away from where you have to walk in. We're also, we all drive around the parking lot. We're looking for that closest parking (laughs) spot, right? Especially when it's cold outside, but just park a little further away and just walk, right? Mm -hmm. That walking actually counteracts the negative effects of uh, of sitting. Um, Taking the stairs instead of uh, an elevator for one or two flights. Uh, Sitting on a stability ball. I mean, there's many things that we can do to really counteract this, um, not by just coming into the office and getting adjusted, right? That's the biggest thing that we do for people to counteract uh, counteract the uh, negative effects of sitting is making sure their spinal alignment is really where it needs to be. Um, and we assess that by obviously our x-rays and everything else that we do in the office to make sure that we're giving them the best care going forward. Yeah, being a little bit more conscious of the position as you're sitting. And like you said, those regular adjustments, that's really key. 
Absolutely. And there's a lot of people out there that think that, oh, they're not having headaches or they're not in serious pain, so they don't have a problem. But yet when they come in and they actually take an x-ray of their spine and they can see, oh my gosh, yeah, the curve in my spine is not nearly where it's supposed to be. There's lateral deviations in my spine that I had no idea were there that, yeah, when you're young, you don't have those pains and aches and different things like that. But if that if those problems stay there, whether it's a year, five years, 10 years down the road, like Dr. Jared was saying, that's when we start to see more abnormalities happen in the body. And that's where the dysfunction starts to occur. And that's where disease processes start to set in. So we need to make sure that even if you're not feeling pain, that everybody who has a spine should make sure that they get it checked. Just like cavities in your teeth, right? You go to the dentist to make sure that you don't have cavities in your teeth, but you still brush your teeth every day to try to prevent them. We need to make sure that we're constantly getting our spine moving properly in the right postures and getting adjusted to make sure that it is not in a fixated position to prevent any degeneration and prevent any abnormalities in the nervous system. And a perfect example of that is that actually that the older lady that we had in her office this morning, right? She came in for her second day too, and they were talking, she's in her, I mean, she's like, upper 70s, almost 80 years old, no pain, no medication, nothing. I mean, she's just in there because her younger son is getting care in our office and he actually cared about kind of her well-being and going mm-hmm. forward. Wants her to stay healthy, right? Not the nursing home. She comes in, we take x-rays of her. She's got all sorts of degeneration through the mid part of her throat and she's got kind of a, a, a pretty, I'd say mild to moderate uh, scoliosis starting in her low back. No pain, but yet her spine is out of alignment. So what does that tell us? Well, her spine is already degenerating. And how long has that been in there? Probably 20, 30, even 40 years. Well, if she would have waited another five or 10 years, she probably had more, would have had more shoulder pain, numbness, and hands in, t- in, in t- Not saying that we're not going to necessarily see that in her, but hopefully now we have a better chance at actually preventing that and being proactive in her health versus reactive. So as Dr. Evan was just saying, is that your health is not based on just how you feel, right? Mm -hmm. Cancer, heart disease, even cavities in your teeth. You don't feel a cavity right away. It has to be there and progressive for a period of time in your life before you actually see it. So being proactive in your spine is one of the most important things that people can do, if not the most important, because if your spine degenerates, your spinal cord degenerates, and ultimately you're going to start to see symptoms and radical problems probably down the road with your health. One thing I want to touch on really quick, and maybe this is a topic for a whole other one because I'm sure you guys can go on and on about it, but it's the most mysterious to me of your five essentials, and that's the toxins. You want to get rid of toxins, and that's going to help not only our brain health, our overall health, and most of us have no idea what all has toxins in it. So where do we even start with that? Well, If you go to any allergy specialist right now, they're always going to point to three things that people need to remove from their diet because they are filled with uh, basically irritants that our bodies aren't able to digest. And that's dairy, gluten, and seafood. A lot of toxins reside in those things. Number one, because uh, the cattle who is being raised are eating uh, grass and grains that have been filled with fertilizers, filled with pesticides, filled with herbicides. And then a lot of those cattle also are fed medications, antibiotics, vaccines, different things like that, that all gets accumulated in that milk. And then the milk goes through a pasteurization process where it gets heated up, chemicals get added, the good fat gets taken out, all these different things where all of a sudden now it becomes such a man altered thing that our body doesn't really know how to digest it. 
And then same with gluten. There, there's so many genetically modified organisms out there, GMOs, in our grains and in our crop systems that our bodies are having trouble digesting these things. And then all the pollutants and all the toxins that are in the oceans from years and years of pollutions, uh, that, hap- that gets accumulated in the seafood as well. And our bodies really struggle to digest these things, which cause inflammation, which causes the disease process to start. But then we also look at the things we put on our bodies. Uh, if you actually look at the ingredients list of things like makeup and lotions and shampoos, there are so many things in there like propylene glycol and sulfites and sulfates that are harmful to our body cells. But we don't know that unless you actually look at and read the ingredients of those products that will actually so every single cell in your body is like a little bucket okay so you have 72 trillion little buckets in your body where those buckets can take so much toxins and still function properly but once those buckets start to fill up and then they spill over that's when we all of a sudden start to see abnormalities happen in the body and especially when it comes to cancer most cancer cells here's here's the crazy thing and you're right this is a topic for a different (laughs) time but cancer in your body is your body's your body doing the right thing at the right time that's hard to hear right it's hard to wrap your mind around but in order for a cell to not literally die and you die immediately your cells can adapt and mutate and turn into a cancer cell where it doesn't need oxygen anymore it just needs sugar it's in order to function properly. Now, the thing is, is that if you can reverse the lifestyle that caused that cancer cell to mutate and to change, you can actually change it back to a healthy cell. Hmm. And it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to explain, and we will definitely talk about this on a different uh, podcast and topic, but toxins are such a huge part of our cells and our body not functioning the way that they should because they're just overflowing with too many toxins that the body can't get rid of itself by itself. Unbelievable. And there's other toxins too. I mean, we see things in, like you talked about in your in your environmental and our foods, mostly herbicides, pesticides, those types of chemicals. But then we have fluoride in our water, right? Mm-hmm. We have aluminum in our deodorants and aluminum mm-hmm. in vaccines and aluminum in all sorts of things, which, you know, I don't want to turn this into a huge vaccine debate, but there are toxins and chemicals in vaccines that literally do cause harm and cause problems in people. So whether it's, it goes down one way or another way, that is one big, huge source of toxins in our environment right now it comes from from that childhood vaccines, our flu vaccine, and now you know we're seeing even more with the uh, with the coronavirus and the COVID-19 um, uh, vaccine. The other types of uh, issues that we see uh, uh, fluoride in their mouth from a dentist, but it's also the amalgam fillings as well. So you can talk about mercury, right, and how the mercury is off gas from amalgam fillings, and so not saying go to your dentist, run out there, start screaming at them for putting mercury in your mouth, but just be aware that the more metal that you have, the more silver you have in your mouth, the, it's the potential for more mercury poisoning, more mercury off-gassing that can lead to brain health and brain problems within people. And then we also see things as far as our cooking utensils that we use at home, uh, non-stick uh, non, uh, cookware and, and, and different products, uh, microwaving your plastic in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the microwave, right? And so, and then we can get into things just talking about your microwave and we can talk about cell phones and the EMFs and we can talk about all sorts of electromagnetic fields and things that are around us that are literally causing toxins and problems on our bodies on a daily basis. And so ultimately, if we think about it on a daily basis, it's probably going to cause stress on anybody and have your mental breakdown. <laughs> so as Dr. Evan mentioned before, it's all about how do you minimize these things? There's things that we can do to minimize how much we're cooking on this cookware. Mm-hmm. Are we using our microwave? What are the sources of makeup and 
cleaning products and self-care products can we start switching to and start and, and start going down those roads so there's there's simple easy lateral shifts that people can take that we actually go through in the office in order to help them make those general easy kind of transitions in their life because ultimately not many people probably less than one percent of people can just change things on a dime right you change Absolutely. everything in your life most people we need baby steps mm-hmm. otherwise it just falls apart yeah you can probably do it for a week or two but ultimately why do new year's resolutions and things fail well you're trying to do way too many things at one time and it's it's not becoming a lifestyle. It's not becoming more of a habit for you. So it's ultimate. How do you just make easy lateral shifts, make simple, easy steps, one brick at a time and have a new life at the end of the year? Please tell me uh, when it comes to food that there's like organic solutions so I don't have to completely give up cheese. <laughs> yes, there are organic okay, solutions. Uh, and one of the biggest ones you want to look for is organic grass fed. Okay. Right. Organic mm-hmm. grass fed, uh, and it should be grass finished because there's new regulations out there right now that in order to put them to put the label on that says grass fed, they only have to be like 20% grass fed and then they can still be fed bad grains the rest of their life. So grass finished is a yeah. great way of uh, looking for as well. But um, And the word raw. Right. Yes, so absolutely. raw, oh, okay. raw cheese and raw things. Um, so it's not pasteurized sure. and homogenized and those types of things. You're getting all the good, healthy fat within your cheese that way. Yeah. Yeah, there's still very good healthy options for <laughs> dairy, and you just look at it as the less processed it seems, the better it is for you. Absolutely. The less ingredients and all of that good stuff, and we'll have to touch into that another time. But how do you guys want to wrap up this whole uh, conversation on brain health? I know earlier you were talking about finding your why. I'm assuming you guys have a book or books to recommend. I'm actually reading one by Simon Sinek right now that's about <laughs> finding your why. Um, so that's a whole process, but maybe you guys have some to direct people to. Yeah, we have a couple of great books in the office that we recommend to our patients that really lay out all these five essentials. Um, it's really it, Our main book that we give our patients that really want to dive into this and make changes for the better for their health, it's called Align Your Health, and we have that for sale in the office as well. And uh, it goes through all those five essentials. It talks about finding your why. It talks about getting your spine adjusted. It talks about making nutritions or making nutritional changes as well as having great recipes that taste amazing and are good for you. It talks about removing toxins from your body and how to get into moving your body with proper exercise in as little as 12 minutes a day. I mean, it really does lay out a whole lifestyle that you and your entire family can follow on a regular basis and have a game plan for how do you be proactive in your health instead of reactive. Again, nobody expects it all to change overnight. It's starting with the first step. So making that phone call, coming into the office, you know, listening to these podcasts and then making a change. So how can people um, find out more about Achieve Wellness and get started on a healthy path? They can either find us on Facebook under Achieve Wellness. Uh, they can find us on our uh, website at AchieveMyWellness.com. Or they can just contact us at 320-762-2055. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Amy.